Another dating disaster. A show that discusses what a disaster dating can be once you hit your 30s. Candace Lauren and Kimmy So Brooklyn will share their insights, stories, and humor while keeping faith in one day walking down the aisle. Pray for them, y'all. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Candace Lauren. Kimmy So Brooklyn here. What up, what up? So over the past few weeks, we've spoke with relationship experts. We've reviewed some um, excerpts from self-proclaimed relationship gurus, Kevin Samuels and Derek Jackson. And we really spent time dissecting their advice and um, really the tools that they provide for us on the way to happily ever after. But the real question is, are you even ready to date? And that really is the million dollar question right there. Like, seriously, speak on it. Like, We talk so much about what to do in the relationship, how to get the relationship and all that other fun stuff. But we really need to back up because, you know, people really aren't spending the time that's needed to decide if they should even be dating and like essentially disrupting someone else's life. Damn it. (laughs) So like, why, why do we rush? Why are we rushing to get into these relationships and situationships? And sis, honestly, I'm guilty of it. There have been times where I have looked at the calendar even today, like, okay, it's mid-May. If I meet a man by June, we're going to be in love by October. I, I ain't not met one man, ain't been on one date, and I'm already in this relationship by December just because I'm looking at the calendar. I don't know why we do that so much. I mean, aside from us being microwave generation, and we need everything right now when we say it, and we don't want to wait and work. I, again, I just don't know. Like, And trust me, I am super guilty of it, too. Like, I know for sure that I've had those conversations where I was like, all right, so if I want to have a baby by 41, then I should do this by 40, which means right? I should have met him at, you know, 38. Like, so a lot of people do that. Like, we're all guilty of, of all of that. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I even go, go so bold as to start thinking about wedding invites and picking dates. Like, okay, 2022, <laughs> two, 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 two. That's a good wedding date. That's a right. good wedding date. <laughs> I've listened. I've definitely been um, guilty too of also like seeing a really nice venue and being like, you know, I heard that wedding venues need some years sometimes in some instances. So maybe I should look and see where I would want to have one. Like we are cart before the horse, like a mother. <laughs> right. I mean, especially something like the four seasons you know those wedding venues they book years in advance so you gotta so we might have to book it's just (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know why we like we think that we should be here and what what it's supposed to do and like you're saying we're putting things on calendars but hell what where we think we're supposed to be it's not you know where we think we should be it's not where we're supposed to be you know what i'm saying and like hell do we even want to be in a relationship and why you know we really need to start just asking like am i even ready to date you know like being like dating is not selfish like it might feel like oh you're doing this for yourself and you want to be happy and you want you know somebody to complete you and somebody to go on these fabulous trips but if if you're you're jumping like i said into someone else's life like if, if you're just doing this to make yourself happy and you're, you're, again, looking at things selfishly, you've already started off on just the entirely wrong foot. You know, you you probably have traumas from here to around the corner that's not even being recognized as traumas. You know what I mean? It's interesting that you say that because, you know, a lot of people, like you said, we're, we're this microwave generation. We're looking at calendars, even women, especially we're looking at our age and we're like, OK, we got to be here by 36, yeah. here by 42. Um, but I mean, you brought up us 
rushing into relationships and not even doing the work, not even recognizing our own traumas. Um, and even for myself, it's really about knowing what I've learned from previous relationships, what those lessons were that um, I can apply to future relationships. And I know I'm guilty of, you know, a lot of the breakups I've played a huge role. I mean, Kimmy, you and I were talking a little while ago about, you know, one of the things that all my boyfriends have said about me in common is that I'm a brat. And if you live in New York, they <laughs> wait, say wait, I'm wait. a fucking brat. <laughs> Let me, uh, wait. <laughs> Allow me to laugh on that because I can completely see it being Princess Candace. And yes, <laughs> there's somebody saying that you're a brat, but it's okay. Something bad. It is. Well, let me see. You got to learn from it. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I, I mean, I guess as a part of the, are you ready to date? Is it? Are we? How we? How should we? I guess learn the lessons from those breakups. Even even myself. Like, how do I not become a brat? Well, really. I, so let me tell you. I'm gonna shout back out to um, you know, a couple episodes ago with Kel Spencer because um, him and I talked, you know, offline, and it was something that he let he told me that I literally sat on, you know, and he was like, again, we have to almost approach this like a career. Well, we have to approach it like a career, but what he was saying was like every other aspect of life, right? We do research. If we want to go to a grad school, we know what programs they have. We know how long it's going to take to graduate, who the good professors are, who the bad professors are. Um, how am I going to get there? Can I take the subway? We do our research, right? You want to buy a car, boom. Do I want a two door? Do I want a four door? Do I want luxury? Do I want not? What color do I want? Like we do so much research, right? And we don't sit and take that time for somebody that we're literally giving our lives to and intertwining our lives with. So I don't know why we don't sit and like sit with these, you know, certain questions and just like discuss with ourselves. Are you ready to date? Like, do I have the time, the space? the mental energy, you know, to even start dating. You know what I mean? Like I said before, this thing is not a selfishly motivated action. Like we should be out here being aware of who we are, where we are. And if we're ready to, again, join with somebody else's shit, really. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you say approach dating like a career. I I mean, I tend mm-hmm. to think of myself as somewhat successful um, in corporate America. I've been working in advertising for the past 10 years, worked on million dollar accounts, and I've never associated the way, the effort that I've put into getting yes. to where I am in advertising to dating. I mean, half the time, I don't even have the energy to swipe on these apps. So. Right, right. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Like, you were successful because you put the time in, right? And it's the same thing with dating. Like, we don't put the time in. Like, oh my God, he was this, he said something stupid, I'm gonna just go to the next one. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, people all the time, you know, have throw out the flag that you're like, you know what, I'm not even dealing with it. But then <laughs> again, because we think, oh, there's somebody else right behind that swipe. So we're not, uh, whatever, we'll figure it out. And then we're also not looking internally to see what's wrong with us. Am I a brat? If the last three people said I'm a brat, hold on, let me figure this out. What makes me a brat? Why am I acting bratty? Is it something that I can be cognizant of and, and change? You know what I'm saying? So then it, it feels like it's not even isolated to one particular component of are you ready to date? I mean, it, it feels like it's are you ready? Do you have the time? Are you approaching it with seriousness in the same fashion that yeah. you do your career? Have you learned lessons from those breakups? I always say in every relationship, every breakup, both parties play a role. Some yes. more than others. Yes. <laughs> um, but you got to sit with that. Yeah, it's always, it's two two sides to that breakup. Absolutely. And like, 
again, you take an exam and you, you fail that exam, you're going to go back to the parts that you really messed up on and you're going to dig into that and you're going to study it. Why don't we do that with self? You know, I'm not saying that we got to self-medicate or self-treat or try to figure things out. But again, you might need some therapy, but like we have to sit with certain things and not just think, whatever, I'm perfect. He just wasn't it. I got to move on and, and do that. No, nah, you got to sit down, sit, sit with yourself, write some things down. Like, what what am I doing wrong, you know? So, I mean, I guess in this, in the uh, spirit of like sitting with yourself and, mm-hmm. um, you know, really taking the time to reflect. I mean, I guess what are some of the questions that we should be asking ourselves? I don't know, girl. <laughs> no, I mean, I do though, but I feel well, like you've, been asking, I, you've said stuff about therapy before. Absolutely. I was going to say, I think even even for myself, the biggest component of me trying to transition back into dating is really me taking that time to go to a therapist and really resolve a lot of the issues and turmoil that I have internally. Um, you know, I, for example, I'm a really bad communicator with friends, with family and relationships. Um, and that's something that I've been kind of working on with my therapist. Um, I also have um, trouble resolving issues. Issues. And I, I know in a relationship, conflict resolution is essentially key because um, to your point, you're interjecting yourself into someone's life, mm-hmm. which could be a beautiful thing. But you're also interjecting yourself into someone who was raised completely different. So their thought process is different, the way they um, react, the way they respond, the way they love. Um, and you, you have to figure that out. And I think you have to be in a mature space to do that, to be able to navigate that. Absolutely. And and being mature. And again, that's that's the sitting with yourself and saying, right, am I ready to do this? Like, what what do I what do I need to be putting out in the world in order to be successful? Um, Another thing I would ask is, like, do you even have a defeated attitude? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I know a lot of people that sometimes a lot of times when they speak um, that I have to like not to say that I check them, but I'm kind of like you got to flip it to the to the affirmative you know what I mean like people really do have defeated attitudes with this they're like oh my god another app I'm over this you know and I'm not saying like you can't say you know what god I'm giving this over to you like to help me out help me help us but there's people that are like they're not dressing up they're not looking good which <laughs> they're not dressing up <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying like listen we all can throw on some sweats or whatever else but it can't be like sweats every day um you're not looking good you're not feeling good you're not putting the energy out that you want to get back you're not even feeling confident you're over the apps i don't want to meet anybody i don't want to go anywhere oh he's probably going to be bad he's probably going to do this i'm probably not going to meet anyone Mm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that energy you're putting out. Everybody talks about positive affirmations, but then when we talk about men, right to the negative, right to the negative. He's not going to be this. He's, he, he don't look like this. He ain't tall enough. He ain't, you know, and, and we, but, but again, we have like this defeated attitude and we can't do that. Like things might not always work out, but we got to turn back around and say, okay, that didn't work out. What did I learn from it? Boom. Let's keep it pushing. You know what I mean? Like we, we can't, and insecurity is a real thing too. But if you can fight your way out of it, do your best to fight your way out of it. Be confident in who you are. You know, have a positive attitude, which is, again, super cliche, but it's real. Because I think the more and more we sit and fall into that, we're like, you know what? I'm going to just Netflix and chill by myself. You know, COVID also helped that happen. You know, people are cool with just sitting in and being like, well, it's COVID, so I'm going to just chill. 
all right, I hear you, but we slipping out of these. Uh, these right, those restrictions are being lifted. You know, you can't blame Cuomo no more. All right, right, exactly. I ain't hear his name in a while right now, so I'm gonna need y'all to kind of get up, you know, dust the, ch- the dust the chips off your lap, and you know, get out there and, and feel good, look good. You might not meet him the first few times you go out, but you know, at least you're trying. You know, it's it's interesting though because I mean, you're you're right. Even myself, I you know, for the longest, called myself sort of that self-proclaimed toxic single, and yes. um, you know, <laughs> lately I've been trying to transition and transition out of my self-proclaimed tech, uh, toxic single, and you know, almost labeling myself as a, a true true romantic. You know, someone who is really looking for love and wants a family. Um, but one of the other things that you mentioned was are you at home with watching Netflix and chilling in your sweats do you think maybe complacency is a huge issue girl are you complacent in dating oh preach preacher that's so (laughs) real though and oh let me think about that and I think so and I think there's people that will put things off like okay guess what I'll open the app tomorrow I'll respond to him tomorrow I'll go to the next happy hour I've been guilty of doing that with you I'd be like you know what Oh, is that, I'll be like, oh, is that an every week thing? Let's go in two weeks. You know what I'm saying? And like, you can, you can. I can't say to Candace, you know what, Candace? I want to be married. I want to do this, that, and the third. And then you're like, all right, cool. Let's go out to this. And I'm like, all right, tomorrow. You know, like, uh, you know what? It's it's already dark outside. I don't want to go nowhere. Like, that's a really good point too. Complacency is can be real. So, I mean, outside of complacency, do you think there are other factors that are sort of hindering us from dating? Um, I think one of the things that we also talked about was really, like you were saying, self-esteem. Like, are you, not only do you have that, are you getting rid of that defeatist attitude, but do you value yourself? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and and again, and I think that gets to the sitting with yourself, like, writing them things down, like, what are you good at? What are the things that you can work on? Like, what should I, and I, again, and, and to be completely transparent, I'm super guilty of that, of not of, of not feeling good enough. And I, it's crazy, but it's happened on multiple occasions. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even where I need to be personally. Like, how can I want to be with somebody else? Like, what if he sees my flaws? I've had these conversations and it's, it's whack, I think, because, you know, there has to be some truth to, to obviously what your good people will tell you about, you know, what you have going for you. And at some point you do have to look at the things, your successes and and uh, enjoy them and, and, and what's the word? And, and celebrate them, excuse me, and celebrate them and, and realize that, they, yes, they are accomplishments. They are, you know, something to be proud of and you can't keep chasing that next thing to be better, to keep being better. And then thinking that like when you get it, okay, now I'm ready to date. I'm super guilty of that, you know what Me I mean? Me too. Like, I mean, yeah. I really spent like my, my entire 20s and even my early 30s just kind of developing my career because my biggest thing was I didn't want to be broken date I think that's another thing for me you know we're talking about are you even ready to date do you are you ready financially because I I personally think that dating is a financial responsibility whether it's you taking out a man or a man taking out you uh, it's part of that general upkeep when you go on a nice date you want to wear a sexy dress yes you want to get your hair done. You want to get your nails done. But if you're not financially able to kind of, I guess, groom yourself, I mean, you should be grooming yourself daily anyway. Right? There's a difference between sort of a daily groom and when you're stepping out with your men groom. You know what's interesting? Um, I don't think we've talked about it before, but that's a good point. Like, well, every time we talk about money, yes, it's about who's paying for the date, right? 
But there's an aspect to that. And, and again, being financially stable, both the man and the woman, when it comes to like, men are attracted to what they see. They're visual beings, like, let's be real. They are. That's why we do get our hair done. That's why we get our nails done. I've had men check my nails. That's why you get your pedicures. That's why you get your- Might be a New York thing though, the men checking the nails. I don't know. I've never experienced that time I came to New York. No, no, that has happened. Them actually checking is in the South, but up here, yes, they do be invested. They, that's why they be, you know, the jokes are like, oh, here's somebody get your nails done. Like, it's an important thing. They're visual people. They like the way things look. You know what I mean? So, yes, if I, I can't be saying, I'm a, oh, I'm about to go date. Your shoes is leaning. You know, your hair not done. You look uncomfortable. That's the stuff about like dressing up, feeling good, looking good. It's not to say it has to be every label under the sun. Like we all know that there's the Fashion Novas. We all know that there's the Sheens, that there's all these different places that you can shop. But um, you, there's, there's something to be said about looking good, feeling good and, and giving off effort. Like I, I swear when I'm in a good mood, like no, I'm always, I ain't gonna hold you. Like I'm, I'm pretty much in a, in a good mood all the time. I could be tired, but I'm in a good mood. But like people can feel that energy. Like Candace, like if you're in a good mood, I can feel you before I even get near you, right? But and if you're not, and, and same for me, it can be felt. So when you're just, and, and again, finances is gonna help with that. So I think that's a great point that like, you have to be ready to date financially also, men and women. And women, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta look, you gotta look like something a little bit. You know what I mean? You don't want anybody to be like, why is that homely girl look going out with that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true though. We oftentimes, uh, I guess, assume the financial burden falls on the men just because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, that's the, sort of a social construct. But I think mm-hmm. women, I mean, all those little things add yeah, up. Add up, girl. That, listen, honey. <laughs> I know, so your chicken wing and french fry, they don't even amount to what this wax just cost. (laughs) Exactly. Listen, you wanna, listen, look, you can get some eyeliner and some lashes, or you can get the full works. What are you, you know what I'm saying? What you giving me, I'm gonna give you. But, you know, it's, there is something to be said to to be, to have enough money in your pocket to cover you if you need to just step out and be like, "Mm, I got this and, you know, throw it on the table, walk out for the, you know, for the last time. Or just to make sure that you enter the, you know, when you walk in, he's like, yeah, that's me. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's something to be definitely said about that. And and just to flip it too, because we're talking about other people. I, I'm sorry, it just popped in my head. And then the ex, are you even over your ex? Are you over the hurt that they may have even caused you? Like, I feel like that should have probably been at the top. Right? It's, it's, it's funny you say that too, because lately, even myself, I'm just kind of, comparing and you know just thinking about my ex and like oh I don't know if someone's gonna love me as good as he did or Mm -hmm. you know I'm on these dating apps and I'm like oh well you know he had I'm not gonna say his name or slip up but I'm like (laughs) you know such and such had a way better body and you know um, I liked his beard better so I I constantly find myself comparing um, my ex to new guys and and I'm sure a lot of women and, and men do that as well you know it's I mean, I feel like it's almost human nature, you know? It is, it is. And and we have to be adults, right? Because one of the things that I know that I did, I know that I did was, um, I I had to be real myself. I said, Kim, if if your ex popped up with the wife and a kid, how would you feel? And Mm, and I, I, I promise you, and I said, and I, it's crazy. Like, I always do these, like, pop quizzes on myself. And I said, what would happen right now if such and such is in here with such and such? And I'm like, if, if I have to, like, gasp, 
I'm like, you're not there yet. You're not there yet. And it's yeah, not you're not over him. Exactly. And I'm at the point now, because that was like long term, that I couldn't say, nah. If I saw him, I'd be like, oh, that's dope. That's good. I, I, you know, I hope all things are well. And I know that I can say that and I'm sincere because I'm only proving it to myself. So like when I used to ask myself that question, it's not like I, I'm, I'm asking it in front of a room full of people and got to give the cool answer. Nah, I'm talking to me. That's why I said the time has to be spent when you sit with yourself and like, can you do this? So I remember like I asked myself every couple months, like, you know, what, you know, what if you saw him right here? And I, and I remember being like, I would have like the flood, the, the flood day, the questions were, were, were running off my tongue or in my mind. And I, you know, the little jump of your heart. I was like, yo, you're not there yet. So like, I, that's why I genuinely was not dating for like the past few, you know what I mean? Because I was like, I'm not over the ex. And it's mm. not there because it would be a lot of comparisons, a lot of, oh, he does this like him or he doesn't do this yep. like mm-hmm. him. The comparison. Yeah. But I mean, it's, in, in your case, um, do you also feel like it's because you miss the ex? Because a lot of times that are you over your ex is also caused by a lot of hurt and damage that that ex has done. I'm not saying that's the case for you, no, but there's so many different, you know, variables to the are you over the ex? Because a lot of times it could be you want that old thing back. Right. Yeah, that's oh. loaded. That's a loaded question. And that's mm. case by case. Yeah, yeah. I think even for me, like I, I've been hurt by a few exes and some of that hurt has is still, I'm not even going to say has, is mm. still sitting with me. Or there are things mm-hmm. that, um, I mean, you and I talked about this. I probably would never book another vacation for a man ever <laughs> again in my entire life. No, 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 no. That's a defeated attitude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't believe in that. Like, I think if it's in your heart to do it, you'll do it again. You'll do it for somebody else that you care about. That's, you did it because you cared about the dude. Like, it's not because you thought it was to to look a certain way, no, or to, no, you did it because that's what was in, that was in your heart. If it's in your heart again for the right person, you'll do it again. That's it, period. So I think, I guess that does go to the, are you over the X? And yeah, it's really you're sort of dissecting stuff. those layers. Exactly, because now you're pulling something that somebody else did, and now the next person that you're with is gonna suffer because of the last one, that's not fair. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, if you say, I'm not gonna book another trip for another dude, what does the future dude have to do with the last dude? That's not his fault. Just like if a dude say to you, I'm never paying for a date again because the last girl, she hurt my heart. What? What you mean we can't buy a house because the last one you had a, no, that don't make sense. Right, right. Yeah, no, I hear that. you. Yeah, so, that, so that's why I was saying it's loaded because it could be because, you know, like you said, you want that old thing back. It could be something that they said that hurt your feelings. It's something that they did. It's so many different things. So that 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 question we can't answer. You know, like that's super case by case. But you definitely um, got to dig into that. Like, and I always do that like pop quiz. Like, what if he showed up right here right now? What would you do? <laughs> and if it's if, if your heart would jump or flutter and, and you would have to leave the room and you wouldn't be comfortable. Nah, you got to dig into that. You need some self-reflecting. Well, I mean, really, Kim, what it sounds like is we have a lot of homework to do. And ladies, I mean, those of you and even fellas, if you're listening, I mean, it it looks like, you know, are you ready to date is really an assignment for your life. You know, have you are you approaching this with some seriousness? Um, Are you doing the research? Are you taking the time to work on yourself? Do you have the finances? This seems more like you need to sit with this on self-care Sunday and, you know, really (laughs) go through your list. Yeah, you got to really self-reflect and dig deep. I don't know why we're afraid to find out about ourselves. It's kind of bizarre, right? Like sometimes you Mm -hmm. don't want to know about yourselves, but sometimes, listen, if you're serious about dating, let's get into it, right? You got to start digging. 
I think a lot of times, uh, it's self-included, we're so afraid to peel back layers and, and, you know, discover new things about ourselves, things that may scare us or may Mm -hmm. even scare other people. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, to your point, we have to, you know, take that, take our lives seriously and, you know, be prepared for that shock value, especially if you want to come out on the other side, whether it's, um, you know, finding a new career, buying a house, falling in love, getting over an ex. No, I I agree completely. Like you're saying it, so. Mm -hmm. Um, I think really, I guess just to close out one of the things that you and I talked about, um, you know, I was telling you, I actually took a dating quiz. It was uh, sponsored by Psychology Today. So if anyone who is listening wants to take the quiz, uh, I recommend you go to psychologytoday.com and um, take the quiz on, are you even ready to date? A lot of the questions that they ask are things that can Kimmy and I covered off on, um, but what really resonated with me is, do you value yourself? Mm-hmm. That's real. I mean, I, I do. It's not enough to want to love someone else, but do you love yourself? Do you know yourself? Yeah, no, and, and that's real. And like, we we really have to dig into that and, and know what that means. I, and again, myself included, I've had to understand what that means. And being okay to be by yourself and, and it doesn't hurt your feelings to just chill with you. Like that is a real, real thing. And not only that, I, I really feel like once you really love yourself and value yourself, you'll be able to discern between the good and the bad. You'll know what you can and cannot put up with. You'll be able to identify those red flags early on. You'll be able to know uh, what a pink flag is, if it's something that you want to work with your partner on, um, and really be able right. to be on the path to have a healthy relationship. Right, I agree. And, I, and I, now that I'm thinking about it, I actually like the word value more. Like, I feel like you should value yourself because love can be anything. Some people really need to, they look at loving themselves as self-care. Some other, some people look at it by taking trips. Some other people might look at love as going to school, you know, but like to just to value yourself in that moment. I really like that word um, better. I might have to, you know, get into that one a little bit more. <laughs> well, I mean, there it is. Um, I'm your girl, Candice Lauren. Kimmy So Brooklyn here with another Dating Disaster Podcast. If you've decided that you are ready to date and are putting in the time, effort, and research, then you are taking dating seriously. This isn't a perfect science, but a personal journey. And like any journey, it requires effort, patience, and faith. But with work and time, it should yield desirable outcomes. However, being alone isn't the worst thing, and we shouldn't jump into any situation out of fear of loneliness or complacency, because you end up in a toxic situation. Make sure you're doing the work before committing to someone else. A D D.